Hello and welcome to another episode of Starside Chat. I am one of your hosts, Zach Owens, and joining me as always is Aaron Capo. Hello! And uh, we skipped last week for the Thanksgiving holiday, so uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Pretty good. I had some turkey and uh, I didn't have any mashed potatoes, but I had some hash brown casserole, which is also it's pretty good. Yeah. We uh, we don't cook for Thanksgiving. We always get it catered by Cracker Barrel. Oh, really? They, it's nice. They give you this huge box, this like giant like footlocker almost uh, with all your stuff in it. And they also give you a really nice booklet. That tells you it, everything is at the same temperature and it tells you when to put everything in so that everything comes out at the exact same time, which is nice. Oh, that's cool. But it was great. Um, the only weird thing was they accidentally gave us two of one side instead of uh, like two sides. So like we got, uh, what is it? Cornbread dressing. We were supposed to get cornbread dressing and broccoli cheddar uh, casserole thing Mm. bake or whatever yeah but one of those is cb for cornbread and the other one is bc for broccoli cheddar (laughs) and i think the people putting them uh like putting them together messed it up so we just got the cornbread so we had a ton of cornbread dressing and no broccoli cheddar casserole thing but that was fine we made our own broccoli cheddar thing and it was good but how was yours what what dishes did you have we didn't have anything as special as that it was pretty standard stuff actually we a little bit went like for the turkey legs a little bit more so than like the you know big turkey that you get uh which was actually kind of nice because that they one you get the skin but also Mm. the it's like darker meat which i think i prefer i don't i'm not a huge turkey fan because it can be like pretty dry uh but we also had ham and ham is very good um but otherwise it was pretty standard uh, Thanksgiving stuff. Although, pies? We, like, did you have any pies? Uh, we did actually. So the weird thing about that for my family is like, some of us are on keto and some of mm. us are not, and so we had to have like stuff for the keto people and stuff for the non-keto people, mm. and so we had this. Uh, I think it, my mom had made like a keto-friendly like apple pie. Ooh. That was uh, fairly good. And then there was like a store-bought, uh, I think, pie of some sort. It might have been an apple pie as well. Cool. Uh, strangely enough, no pecan pie and no pumpkin pie, which is like yeah. Thanksgiving standards. But I don't know. I guess whoever was like buying the pie didn't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, otherwise it was good. It was pretty standard stuff. They They also make these like really good keto rolls that like maybe it's because i've been doing it so long that i don't know the difference between non-keto rolls and regular uh or or keto rolls but they're like very buttery and kind of cheesy and they're like very good (laughs) so i had like rolls are the best part i gotta say yeah i i load up on rolls on thanksgiving day they're very good so uh and then uh did you do any black friday shopping you know, uh, we I follow that one crazy guy on uh, YouTube. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. You know that deals guy? No, he's insane, and I I I don't know if you should follow him. I just we <laughs> initially started watching him because just because he was so crazy. Uh, but he, he gets himself all worked up on Black Friday, 
and he'll post like five videos and he's like getting progressively sweatier in each video because he's like trying to show you all the deals but a weird guy but he uh in one of his videos we were watching on black friday he was like hey for twenty dollars uh you can get a year of sam's club and so we live right by a Sam's Club, but we never go to it because we don't have a membership. So we were like, oh, that's, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. I think Costco is like 60 bucks a year or something like that. Yeah. So we got a $20 uh, Sam's Club membership is the one Black Friday thing that I did. Nice. Um, and it was pretty cool. We went there, checked it out. Um, it's uh, It's got some interesting stuff. Uh, we probably will. I don't know if it's going to save us money or not, but I did get some really, really good uh, like I like the pre-made meals. They have really interesting pre-made meals at Costco and Sam's Club, it seems like. And I got some really good uh, butter chicken, some like Indian butter chicken Ooh. that we cooked up. And it was good for like two days It like because they give you a bunch of it. Yeah, so you buy in bulk in those places. We ate half of it and then we ate the next half the second day. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm pretty happy with that Black Friday purchase. What about you? Did you do any tech uh, buying? No, I didn't. I... Um I have heard anecdotally that like physical stores are like, it seemed like there was not as many people out shopping this yeah. year. Uh, like my sisters went and got a TV at target and they said they Whoa. were, they were pretty much there like right when the store opened, but they, they were like nobody there. It was really weird for them. Yeah. I uh, saw some videos of people juxtaposing, like uh black friday like 2018 or something with yeah. this black friday where like a bunch of people rushed it rushed in in like 2018 or 2019 and then they opened the doors this year and like a guy walked in yeah i saw a video on youtube as well of somebody just like walking around various places like i think he went to like a best buy and a target yeah. and like a jc penny and there was just like it looked like just a random tuesday afternoon where it just like ran some a few people strolling around and not really you know crazy shopping i mean so, you can really do everything online now yeah they really I was gonna have to say, incentivize black friday or uh what's it called cyber monday i think and maybe rightfully so they're like okay in the past black friday has gotten out of hand for both shoppers and for workers where it gets like really yeah. crazy and so they've like over the years they've strategized different ways to like scale down the amount of like shoppers that are actually going to physical stores and like just to sort of reduce some of that craziness and stress and potential violence. And so they've like basically expanded out the sales uh, online to last basically all month. And that <laughs> has essentially reduced the number of incidents you hear about. But I don't know. It is a little bit of a shame to see it all go away too. Cause I, I like, I can remember like fun times going out early on Black Friday and like getting some cool deals and things like that. But well, here's another holiday question. Uh, did you and your family play any games while you were together? We did actually. So one of the things I put down in our what we're playing watching was uh, Vampire Survivors. Uh, oh, so I, it's been sort of a resurgence of that game in my life the last couple of weeks where uh, so my brother has uh, he's played some of it on his uh, phone because it's like on mobile now oh yeah and he uh because he doesn't have a console or a pc uh for games and so he's he's played a bunch of it on his phone and i was like well hey i have it on switch we can play co-op and so we wanted to test that out so i just dropped my switch in the dock and we played some 
and my sister at one point joined us as well and so we were playing three-player co-op on vampire survivors uh which i had never done before and so that was pretty interesting to see and it got me like all three of us basically back in on that game uh (laughs) my sister had never played it before and so uh she was playing it on her phone as well and like over this last week i saw her uh, a couple times playing on her switch as well because you can see like when your friends come online uh so i guess uh, we sort of got everybody hooked on vampire survivors again that's Um, great so yeah that's it's still fun i have to say still a lot of fun that game to go back in and play it but what about you we actually as a family played uh drawful which was pretty fun drawful 2 i guess um also on switch so i just like slotted in my switch and uh we all played on our phones and ipads or my parents both travel with their ipads for whatever reason so (laughs) um they both like had an advantage i feel like because they had those like big screens playing on my phone but it was fun. We played like uh, I think like six games in a row or something. Because uh, once you start playing, you don't want to stop. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was a, a that's a great family game. Uh, if you don't want to all be around a table, it's great if you just like are on couches and stuff. You don't want to like huddle around the same table. Because also, my dad was a little sick on uh, Thanksgiving. He like developed a little bit of a cold. And so we were initially going to play just like cards because my grandma loves to play cards, but she didn't want to like pass cards around and like uh, maybe get everybody sick from my dad. So we were able to separate a little bit and just each be on our phones to play Drawful too, which was nice. Yeah, I it's it's been a while since I've played that, but I think last holidays, like last year, we played some of that on like i just i did what you did i dropped my switch in the dock and we just all connected with our phones and played and it was really fun so we should do that again uh once christmas gets near i'll have to try to remember that because it's very fun zach we're on the precipice of some pretty interesting things this coming week um obviously the game awards are on thursday and so next week's episode will be covering that uh but we're on the precipice also of not to skip around too much but uh rockstar revealed that gta 6 the first trailer is going to be on december 5th two days before the game awards yeah so next week's show will be pretty packed with game awards and uh reaction to the uh, gta 6 trailer this episode is going to come out like a couple days before that happens so we can't cover it for this one but keely obviously wanted the reveal but do you think i saw some speculation online because they've said like this is going to be the first trailer for gta 6 and so i saw some people speculating that this is going to be a pretty like brief trailer just like a kind of like a music video style one they've done in the past and mm. then at the game awards we'll get like gameplay trailer Ooh. um what do you think about that or do you think they're just completely like you know sorry keely this is entirely not your thing it is weird to position it like a couple days before. Yeah, isn't uh, it? That is a strange move. Um, and he retweeted it also. Like Keeley was not he. I he was like, "Hey, check this out! Isn't this cool?" Um, so I mean, he is not sad about it. It seems like uh, he want he's pushing people to look at it. So yeah, I mean, I, I can see that trailer, whatever it ends up being, being at the Game Awards, regardless of whether it's different from the thing on the fifth. Um, 
but yeah it, it is weird to not just like debut it also wasn't there i saw a story about how they're not doing like the world premiere thing anymore yes they're moving away from that terminology there still will be world premieres but for some reason he was like uh I forget exactly what he said. There are going to be world premieres, but they're not going to have that like little pop-up that says world premiere anymore for whatever reason. I, th- I think, I forget why, um, but it's not that they're not going to have world uh, world premieres. It's just they're not going to show it. They're not going to differentiate rather mm. because I think maybe it takes away from stuff that's not a world premiere is his reasoning. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Also, just like from a viewer standpoint, it gets annoying after a while, especially if you have yeah. a lot of them. It's just like, oh, yeah, we get it already. This is new. Yeah, everything's a world premiere. Yeah, you don't need to show this anymore. Uh, especially, yeah, if like the vast majority of your trailers are world premieres, which like good job getting that. But also like after a while, you can just stop <laughs> saying this is a I, world premiere. I'm so curious to because so on TikTok, I've seen twice a trailer that purports to be a leaked version of the GTA 6 trailer. But on both of those videos that I saw in the comments, people were like, oh, no, this is fake. This is like, I'm not going to believe this until Rockstar posts it. But the audio of the trailer seems legitimate because it's two people. It's a man and a woman talking about like, man, this is why I love Vice City. I thought it was because of this, but it's actually because of this. Um so I don't know if that audio, that audio seems professionally produced and I don't know if it's from something else, but, um, and I also don't know if the video, like people have said like, oh, this is like from other games, but it does, I don't recognize it. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that is the trailer that I'm seeing or it's just like a very professionally made fake, but uh, I'm so curious to see the song they use and also just like, um, I wonder if we'll get any weird actor reveals because uh, it's such a huge game. You got to imagine yeah. they'll have at least some big names in it. Yeah, I imagine so. I, I like you. I'm anxious to to see what that game is going to be like and who is going to be in it and all the different because what if this? Have. What if it has a crazy person in it and then we see it? It's great. And then the Game Awards happens. Keely comes out and he's like, hey, welcome. This is my thing. How's it going? Now, to, to like for our first reward, here's this person who is like a main character in GTA 6. Yeah, I was going to say, what if Keanu Reeves walks out on stage? Wouldn't and, that be crazy? Or there, I am so curious. A cyberpunk-like yeah. reveal where they show like so-and-so is in this and they got the likeness perfect and then they walk out on stage again. That would be awesome. I would love that. That would be so, cool. Here's hoping for that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that we're sort of getting our first look at, did you uh, get a chance to see this Fallout TV show trailer for Amazon yes. Prime? Yes, I uh, I like the look of this. I was not expecting uh, Ben from Lost to be in this, um, and he's a guy I think is really cool. Uh, I liked his character in Lost. Um, he's not really in a lot of other stuff. I feel like he has a very unique way of talking, but um, I liked that. Uh, I liked, uh, I don't know. I, I liked the look of this. Um, yeah. What did they, you think about this trailer? They definitely got the look down. Um, and I do like Kyle McLaughlin. And so yes, I like Kyle that, McLaughlin's in it, which is crazy. I like that he's in it. Uh, I have no idea what kind of character he's going to play, but, uh, I, I also, it seems like some sort of father figure or overseer for the main character. Cause there, there's a scene where, uh, 
they're both like on a computer. There's also a scene where like he's behind some sort of door with a glass window and they're both like looking at each other. Like he's trapped somewhere or maybe he's trapped her and he's leaving or something. So I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I'm scrolling through this Vanity Fair article that we have linked in our show notes and that like one of the pictures they have is uh, her looking at some sort of device and him just kind of standing there over her shoulder and they're both smiling at whatever they're looking at. So they do seem to be in the same vault for sure. Um, my concern is, I mean, this is the same showrunners as Westworld. Yes. Uh, what, what are their names again? Uh, Jonathan Nolan and, um, another person. Yes. We all know <laughs> her name, Lisa Joy. Um, and like we saw what happened with Westworld. Like that was a fairly steep drop off after the first well so i was thinking about that when you said that and i will say the last season of show the last two or three seasons of that show were awful but the first season of that show is like one of the best seasons of tv ever yeah that's what i was gonna say i was i I think it's got potential but it could drop off is my i think yeah i think the first season is something we can definitely get excited about i season two might be something where we should come in with caution i think you're right i think it could steadily decline but unfortunately all shows need to last like five seasons or like they need to continue indefinitely so if they can do this one first compact story uh, and end on a really good beat i think this first season could be real tight interesting show but unfortunately they're probably going to leave it open to something other other crazy stuff but my yeah the concern there is that they have really like planned out that first season really strongly and then they're like oh yeah we should be doing more with this and then they have to like figure something out after that and so they don't it's sort of that um that problem with the mystery box style uh format for your tv show where you set up a lot of mysteries, but you don't necessarily have the answers figured out before you start. And so those a lot of times string people along, but they don't have satisfying conclusions. And so I'm concerned that maybe that's the style of the show we're going to get. But it, also, I mean, it looks good. Shout out to Zach Cherry, who I know from Severance, and he's been on some podcasts that I like. But he was in this trailer. I was not expecting him to pop up. Um Production design seems good. It doesn't seem cheap. Uh, Chris yeah. Parnell, for some reason, is a Cyclops in it, which is weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, the there is a concern also that like because it's like based on a video game and you have like very specific uh, look for that game that it could mm. come off as like cheap production wise. And I don't think that that is how this looks. I think they got it. They they've done it well. It's set in Los Angeles, and uh, I don't know what... I think they have said that this is canon with the the games. So, whatever that means. Uh, it's not going to take any liberties with the lore, apparently. Well, speaking but, of uh, lore, we were talking before we started recording. We were confused as to how ghouls work, because... Yeah. Uh, Walton Goggins, who's an actor I like, is in the show as a ghoul. And in the trailer, they show a part with him like pre-war. Where as the war is popping off. Yeah, where he's he just looks like Walton Goggins. 
And uh, so we were curious as to how much time is going to be spent pre-war. Um, if maybe that's like a quick segment that sort of leads into the show and then they get into the, you know, post, you know, nuclear wasteland type of thing. Or if it's like you're seeing a lot of flashbacks and stuff like that. It could be flashbacks. I think it's either going to be one of two things. It's going to be uh, the first part of an episode is going to be pre-war and then that's going to like it'll end with the bombs going off and then it'll like a title card will pop up and then we'll get into the episode or there's going to be a bunch of episodes and then something crazy is going to happen at the end of an episode. This is a trope I feel like that always happens. Something crazy is going to happen and you're like, man, what's going to happen next episode? And then the next episode is going to be entirely set in the past and Mm. it's just going to be like, here's what happened before the war and then it will end and then the next episode we'll get the conclusion to whatever the cliffhanger was. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they maybe did that in that um, HBO Last of Us show. Yes. Uh, so, I, yeah, I can see them doing that in this as well. Especially if they are doing the mystery box thing. I feel like that's how they yeah. add context for characters is they do a lot of like flashback episodes, basically. It seems like it's going to be a little bit of a road trip show. For some reason, the main character has to leave her vault, Vault 33, which I don't know if there's any lore about Vault 33, but she's road tripping around. She's going to meet interesting characters. Sounds like she, or it looks like she goes to a couple different vaults as well. Like the one where Chris Parnell is a Cyclops. I don't think that's her vault, but maybe it is. I don't know. But uh, I am cautiously optimistic about this. Yeah, I am excited to see how the first season goes, but I do have my reservations about it, but uh when did they say when the this is april april okay well we still got a little ways to wait but i want to say april 12th but i might be wrong about that i don't know how does amazon do it you think they're just going to put them all out or is it going to be weekly i don't know how that works i think they've done weekly in the past i'm going off of mainly how they handled the expanse the expanse which was a weekly drop uh, yeah. as opposed to like I guess the that is season. the same for the boys as well they do that weekly oh yeah yeah and invincible so I, my guess is they go weekly with it but uh, who's to say uh, do you want to talk Apex or Fortnite because there, there's stuff to talk about with both of them let's do Apex first both of us got our cross progression to pop this week I got significantly less things I think than you did because uh I, I played on PC for a while, but I don't know if I unlocked a lot of stuff back at the very beginning of the game. I think I had like one Gibraltar banner that I got, but I never spent any money the first time around, like right when it launched. So I didn't have that much stuff, but you had a ton of stuff. It sounds like. Yeah, I, I don't remember spending money on it, but I know I did play a fair amount on PC and uh, at least a little bit on PlayStation as well. And so when the cross progression hit, I feel like I had a bunch of stuff that I didn't remember having uh, because I had access to Caustic, who was like either the first or second new character they added Mm. to the game. I know like Mirage was in there somewhere. Yeah, Mirage was someone you could unlock, but um, I think you're right. Caustic was the first new one. Yeah, and I don't remember if that was like one of those. Oh, since it's new, you get the first one for free. But I don't, re- I don't remember if that was the case or not. But 
somehow I had him unlocked, and then I had a bunch of like in-game currency that was like added as well. And several unlocks that I did remember, I was like, oh yeah, I had this on another profile. But uh, yeah, so basically the way the cross progression works, I looked it up because I was curious. But uh, they take the account with the, like the highest account level, which for me was Xbox because that's where I've been playing recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just kind of automatically pick that one as like, okay, this is your this is your main account now. And it's going to be like all the unlocks and everything are going to be merged into that one. And that one will be the one that you play regardless of which platform you choose to play on. And if by chance you somehow have made it so that you have an basically an equal level uh, on two different platforms, they will pick the one that you played most recently on. And that'll be your okay. profile. Um, and then, yeah, your your stats from your primary profile is carried over, and I think they discard your stats from the, the other platforms. Okay, that I guess makes sense. Yeah, and but like cosmetics and everything are all merged into one profile, basically. Right. Uh, except if it is like exclusive to that platform or if it's like a stat dependent cosmetic of some sort. Right. Um, and then supposedly unopened apex packs were all merged to one profile as well. I assumed that I would get some packs because I think if you like log in, maybe it's cause I didn't log in on my PC profile, but I think if you log in, during a new season don't they like give you some packs for free i think so yeah because i think i got some season. when uh what's it called uh <clears throat> what's this season called not uprising because that's a thing coming up ignite. ignite when ignite started i got an apex pack yeah so i was expecting like at least one pack or two to show up randomly and none of them did so i don't know if they like pre-opened them or if i just didn't have any other packs available but um, also supposedly currencies and like crafting material and legend tokens were all merged into one balance. I think that's how I ended up with enough, uh, in-game credits to unlock an additional character. Mm. So I feel like I have a good amount of characters unlocked now. I don't, I definitely not all of them. There's still a lot of characters to work towards unlocking, but, um, I definitely have a lot more options now than I did before. Uh, the, I think the only weird one was if you play a lot on switch, um, they have like whatever apex coins you had on switch can only be used on switch. But like, as you go forward, more like apex coins that you get can be used on other platforms. So it's, it's like a weird thing with the switch where if you've earned them previously, you can only use them on that platform. Interesting. But. But yeah, uh, so I've been playing a bunch of Apex Legends this last week and have made a lot of progress uh, towards the battle pass. Uh, I basically have gone through the all of the challenges from the, the different weeks and uh, just have gone through. I, I find it faster to do the mix playlist because you get a lot of challenges that are like... Um, deal so much damage or get so many kills with a certain type of weapon or use a character a specific character so many times or uh get so many kills with a certain character and i find that stuff goes much faster in the uh, mix playlist because you can basically be at the start of a match be like okay 
I have a challenge for getting shotgun or pistol kills. So I'm going to pick this loadout that has a pistol in it. And then I'm going to run around and use that almost like a primary (laughs) to try to get (laughs) as many kills as I can. Um, And so I've been able to knock out a bunch of challenges that way and level up my battle pass pretty quickly. But yeah, I've been having fun with it. I I did get a win uh, this last week in the BR mode as well, which wins in the BR mode definitely feel more elusive and more satisfying to get than (laughs) the ones from the mixed playlist. But I have found that if you get a win in the gun game, that's a fairly close uh, rival to uh, getting a win in the BR mode, just (laughs) because I feel like it doesn't happen very often. (laughs) But I feel like I'm so awful at that mixed playlist. I tend to avoid it, but maybe we should play together sometime and I should play more of it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you really get your footing in terms of the gunplay, just because you get way more opportunity. And so, like, when you die, you don't just have to go back to the menu and load back in again. And so you you really get a, a chance to to try out the the guns that you're using and yeah there are like long-term progression i feel like with some of the weapons you know how well not some of them all of them but like you go into your cosmetics i think in the menu and you have all the different weapons and there's like a weapon level and i think if you level it up a certain amount you unlock like weapon challenges Oh, really? Yeah. I was looking at that the other day. I like we're new to Apex, basically. <laughs> so like a long time Apex players know all about this. But like uh, it was new to me to realize, oh, there's like challenges beyond like the daily and weekly stuff. There's like long term uh, weapon based challenges that you can unlock as you use the weapons. And I think you gain progress just for like carrying them, but also for like getting kills with them. Mm. And so I feel like some of that stuff is going to be much easier done in the uh, mixed playlist. Yeah. So, but yeah, we should definitely play some of that some more uh, when we get a chance to, I think we shall because this Tuesday, in addition to being the rockstar trailer for GTA six is also when the uh, uprising collection event starts so that's going to be a whole thing there's a new game mode where you are i'm not sure exactly sure how this works but i think you are dropped on one side of a map and you have to get to another side of the map to like get extracted and there are a bunch of like evil revenants and if they an evil revenant kills you you become an evil revenant and then you have to go like after people so I'm excited to check that out, but also I've never done a collection event before, which is apparently a thing that happens in Apex. But uh, yeah. I love to play as Loba, and she's going to have a new Mythic skin, and so I'm going to try to get that. However, I I don't know the process for that, but uh, hmm. yeah, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a cool week to play Apex. So I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, I will definitely dive in with you, and we'll check out that new mode, and then we can talk about it on... Now, speaking of new modes, uh, Zach, did you at all check out this Fortnite Big Bang that happened yesterday as we're recording this? No. So, it was the end of a season slash chapter, and it's now the start of, I think, chapter five or six, and season one of that. And so they had a big event where, if you were logged in at a certain time... 
you could have this like thing happen to you where you basically watched a cinematic, but it was somewhat interactive. Uh, and they announced a bunch of stuff for the new season, including something that I think starts maybe this today or tomorrow or Tuesday, uh, which is a collaboration with Lego that is a survival multiplayer mode where like think Minecraft basically, but uh, it's just a different game mode you can play. You can jump in and I think there's like a day night cycle. So there's like monsters that come out at nighttime and uh, you're just a little Lego guy and you're building up little things and other stuff. I'm not exactly sure they haven't revealed too much about it, but also there's a racing game now in Fortnite that is in collaboration with rocket league. There's rocket racing. That's just so Fortnite, you can just dive in now and there's like three different uh, there. I mean, there's also like a bunch of other stuff you can do with Fortnite because they have creative mode or whatever. But uh, it's interesting. And I had I installed Fortnite onto my Xbox and linked my account. Um, it still blows my mind, like how high res I, I got that Doom guy skin when we were checking out Fortnite like last year or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to look at it on my TV, it's crazy how it is just the Doom Guy skin. In my memory, it was like, like kind of a cartoonized yeah. version of it, but it's not. It's just like fully HD, 4K, the Doom Guy from Doom Eternal, um, <laughs> which is crazy to see do dances and stuff. But um, yeah, this is interesting, and I think I am going to take a look at that Lego collaboration because I'm interested to see like what sort of survival. I love Minecraft famously, uh, and I have not played in a while. But I'm so curious to see what this is, because uh, I like survival multiplayer stuff sometimes. Um, is any of this interesting to you? Uh, I think it's really crazy that they just have this like Lego, like Minecraft-like mode built into, and like a racing mode built into yeah. uh, Fortnite. The game it's continues crazy. to be crazy to me. Uh, but I don't know. I like maybe I should download this on Xbox and check it out. But I haven't played Fortnite. I basically the only time I ever play Fortnite is when I'm hanging out with uh, my brother over the holidays, and we're like, we should play something. Yeah. And like the only thing that we both have like easy access to is Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, like, I think it was the last maybe two years in a row, like over new years we would be playing it basically until uh the switchover happened to the new year and you would like everybody would stop and you wouldn't be able to shoot each other and it would you would hear like some stuff going on it would be like hey it's the new year or whatever oh, that's cool and then uh like five seconds after it ends everybody goes back to shooting each other <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm going to check this out. I um, If you download it, let me know. I mean, we can hop on together. There's also supposedly a music element as well. I guess Eminem did a concert last night. But uh, yeah, I, I hopped into a game after I installed it and linked my account. And oh, another interesting thing about this. A thing they're adding to the Battle Royale is uh, weapon attachments, which is something I really enjoy in Apex and in PUBG is like getting a weapon and then kitting it out with like a different site or like a suppressor or something mm -hmm. that just like the crap. It's I don't like crafting, but I like the like adding on of like creating a good uh, weapon or whatever. And it seems like they're adding that to Fortnite, which is interesting to me. 
Um, but yeah, I hopped into a match and killed a guy and then I got killed. But, uh, I reset all of my controls to be apex controls, which helped me play a little bit. Um, cause like by default, I think switching weapons is like the shoulder pads, which I was not into. Um, and so I switched it over to be more similar to apex, but, uh, yeah, I will report back if I do check out this Lego thing. Yeah, it's crazy to me how much they have added to Fortnite yeah. and how like crazy different some of the stuff ends up being. Like just to have like a Lego based mode and then a, a racing mode and then whatever this music like rhythm game is. And they're like, adding Solid Snake to the game. Yeah, man, not stuff I could have predicted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something else I saw, I follow the guy, this, the like one developer team that made uh, Haiku the Robot, which was a game I liked a couple years ago. Uh, definitely inspired heavily by Hollow Knight, and it had a great little style, and I enjoyed playing it. I beat it. Uh, but that guy on Twitter posted about a new game that he's making, which is uh, interesting. There's a Steam store for it now. It's called Rusty's Retirement, and Rusty is a character, I think, from Haiku the Robot. Um, but it's a game that just loads onto the bottom of your screen. So like if you're doing other stuff like on the internet or like doing your job or whatever, this is just always a lower third on your screen. And it's just a little idle game where you're like, uh, basically farming and like upgrading stuff, which is something I've not seen before. That's crazy um, to me. <laughs> it's a little idle farming simulator that is just always on the bottom. So you can be like, you know, watching a YouTube video or like doing some work on the top of your screen and just kind of monitoring down and little like robots are doing stuff. Your little uh, Rusty is like a very cute little robot character who will walk around and do things, harvest things and whatnot. But, and then you can upgrade stuff. So like he stops having to harvest and like little robots will harvest for you. But uh, I thought this was cool. It doesn't have, yeah. a, it's like Q1 2024 and there's no price, but I would assume it's gonna be pretty cheap. But I added it to my wish list because the developer was like, hey, please add this to your wish list because um, it seems cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That is just like sitting on the like bottom part of your screen and you can just keep doing other stuff and then just basically have this little game running all the time. I imagine people are going to have like ridiculously long hour counts on this oh, just because yeah. they yeah, will just, just leave it, it running. Run. Yeah, they just let it run all day. Uh, um. The other thing I wanted to talk about, do you remember that Void Bastards game that we played for, or at least I played for a while? I never played it, but I do remember it, yeah. I had fun with it. I, for some reason, couldn't crack it. I couldn't get far in it for whatever reason. I, I played it a bunch. It's a roguelike, so like you sort of just start from zero every time. Um, but I had a really good time with it because I loved the art style, and I thought the weapons were really interesting. And they're making a sequel. Uh, called uh, Wild Bastards, which is more Wild West based. Mm. I think it's also, it's still a roguelike, uh, but you are not on space stations anymore. Now you're on planets and there's like maybe a card based system and there's some turn based strategy elements as well. Interesting. Uh, but it looks interesting to me. Again, I love the art style. I love this like crazy cell shaded art style. Um yeah, it's hard and to describe the art style. It's definitely like it looks kind of hand drawn animation, but maybe yeah. there's some cell shading to it. It's yeah. it's a kind of low frame rate, also, 
in like a charming way almost. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's coming out in 2024. I don't really know if it will be good or not, but, uh, I thought since I, I have maybe like 20 hours in Void Bastards, even though I didn't really get super far in it. Um, so I'll probably check this out. Yeah. I'm looking at the trailer and they have like, like weird sort of overworld type of like map thing that you go around that almost looks sort of, um, slay the spire like yeah yeah so yeah that's very interesting to me um but that's all the news uh should we get into what we've been playing slash watching sure yeah so i've already kind of talked about apex legends and vampire survivors which is the two things i've been playing this uh over this last week and i've been enjoying both of them i probably will play more of them did you guys watch any movies as a family during the holiday? Uh, over the holidays, I mean, we always watch like Christmas movies, so I feel like we watched some of those, and we did rewatch the latest uh, Mission Impossible movie. Oh yeah, because that I think was available on streaming. So uh, also so, yeah, available on streaming as of the Friday uh, after recording this or before we we're recording this is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Is it as bad as everybody says it is? I I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, I've I mean, heard it's only fine. bad it, it things fine. about it. <laughs> I didn't hate it. Uh, I'll say that um, parts of it were interesting. I they made him like a super sad guy in the beginning, yeah. which there's like a, a storyline, I guess, so he gets to be happy or whatever, but. I don't know. It's a bummer. I feel like in a lot of these shows and movies where people come back, where the interview, like the intervening years, like there's an iconic character who has all these great uh, adventures and then the movies end and then there's going to be a reboot or another one. And the screenwriters are always like, well, let's make it so that he had a really rough time in between like the last movie in this. So he's like really like in a bad like this place. Ha- this has exclusively happened with Lucasfilm uh, movies. It's a <laughs> Cause, bummer. Cause I want him to be having a good time. the last Jedi of uh, yeah. Indiana Jones movies where exactly. they brought back like a, you know, beloved character and whatever you might've imagined uh, happened for that character post like the movies they became famous for. Uh, you were wrong because they yeah. became an old, tired, sad old person that had is not very likable anymore. And, but at uh, least it ended happily, which is, I guess, all I can really ask for. Uh, my other thing that I want, I watched two other things. We were watching a bunch of movies. My Lucky Stars finally became available to stream. This is, I accidentally watched this. So the Lucky Stars trilogy, are you familiar with the Lucky Stars trilogy? No. It is super early Jackie Chan with that Sammo Hung guy. Uh, and it's their trilogy. And I thought My Lucky Stars was the first one, but I was wrong. It's the second one. But uh, the first one, I forget, is maybe like Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars or like, uh, I forget what, the naming scheme is insane. But uh, <laughs> we watched My Lucky Stars because it came available to rent on Google Play. Not a lot of Jackie Chan in this movie, unfortunately. Uh, I was expecting it to be, uh, there was a movie I watched called uh, Wheels on Meals, which I do highly recommend. It's a really great Jackie Chan movie with Samuel Hung, and they are like in France, and they uh, they run like a little food truck, and then they get embroiled in this stuff. 
It's very fun. Um, this was more just like, it, it was weird. It, like Jackie Chan is in the first part and there's a really great action scene in the first part where there's like car stuff happening and he's like jumping all over the place and there's like an amusement park he's doing a bunch of stuff in. And then there's like an hour and a half of, well, like that ends and like he gets into his like secret phone to talk to the government and he's like, hey, I need my team or whatever. And then an hour and a half goes by where it's just Sammo Hung like building this team and there's a bunch of like, I guess you could call it comedy, but I was not laughing. <laughs> just a bunch of insane, weird, uh, like very broad comedy happening. And then eventually they meet back up with uh, Jackie Chan in the last like 20 minutes is action again. And the last 20 minutes is great. And there's a lot of good action and stunts. But uh, I was expecting more something along the lines of like Super Cop, like that trilogy. But this is like pre-Super Cop, I think. And so... Yeah, this is yeah. like very early Jackie Chan, like mid Extremely 80s. early. Yeah. And supposedly, because I've seen a couple of scenes from this and I was like, man, this looks great. And those scenes are great. There's a great, se- there's a great scene where the girl in it fights this other girl in this hallway. And that's really cool. And then there's also another scene. Any scene in that amusement park is, sh- is shot really crazily and cool. But was not expecting there to be just an hour and a half of just like very broad comedy with no martial arts. Uh, so I don't know that I would recommend My Lucky Stars, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. If you're going to watch something like that, I would say check out Meals on Wheels, or no, sorry, Wheels on Meals. For some reason, it's called Wheels on Meals instead of Meals on Wheels. But <laughs> Not up to the standards of uh, 90s Jackie Chan, then? Unfortunately, no. I still think the best Jackie Chan I've seen are those two first Armor of God movies uh, that are confusingly titled, mm-hmm. uh, Operation Condor or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, a movie that I can recommend wholeheartedly is Suzume. Um, have you? Did you? Uh, are you familiar with Suzume? Yeah, you were talking about this. Uh, I think the last time we recorded. I yes, I did. Yeah, um, it's on Crunchyroll, so you can just watch it on Crunchyroll, and it was great. I I don't know that it's as I I don't think I liked it as much as Your Name because uh, I like a time travel plot element. Um, but, uh, Suzume was great and it was beautifully animated and wonderful music. Although I do think the Your Name song is better. Um, but it was great. It really makes you want to just like have a road trip in Japan. <laughs> uh, they go, that's like, it is basically a road trip movie because they go like from the South all the way to the North, basically throughout the movie. There's kind of a, a running thing where she keeps looking at her phone and like doing like the Google maps to see how far it would be to get back to her house. And it keeps getting longer and longer, but, uh, a great little movie. Um, I think it hit all its marks and I would watch it again. I would say the, the middle one that weathering with you movie is a misstep. I did not enjoy that movie. His second outing. Um, but your name and this one, Susan May are both just like rock solid. And I would watch these over and over again. So if you have a Crunchyroll subscription, Jeff, definitely check out Susan May. I liked, uh, your name. I didn't watch weathering with you cause you sort of yeah. advised against it, but I think you yeah. could skip that one, but, but yeah, this, Susan May you should definitely sure. check out. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think you'll really like it. I think there's a lot of cool stuff in it. The animation, the animation is just beautiful all the time. There is, unfortunately, a little bit of CGI that I hate to look at, but they hide it well in a lot of times. Um, and it's uh, it's great. Is it on Google Play is my question. That's a good question. 
I think uh, Crunchyroll may have gotten exclusive rights to it for a while. Mm. Oh, you know what else I saw? What? I, I didn't put this in show notes, but um, maybe we talked about this off pod. But uh, did you know they're making a Nirvana the Band the Show movie? Oh, I think you mentioned it to me. Yeah. I'm... I saw a thing where they were talking about it. They're shooting a lot of it. It's a road movie. And apparently they're shooting a bunch of it in New Orleans. Um, mm. So I don't know when that's coming out or what, but I think that that Matt Johnson has sort of like a, a blank check right now because everybody loved Blackberry. So he yeah, can just do whatever say, he wants. He, he's like a, you know, a known quantity now because of yeah. the Blackberry movie. So yeah, he is, it makes sense that they would start making movies. So get ready for that. I hope that that leads to the second season of the show being more widely available because you can still not really watch that anywhere, which is a bummer. Yeah, I think I saw episodes of it somewhere uh, and I didn't I don't think I got to finish it, but I saw like some of it maybe even on YouTube. I'm not sure. It ends on a big cliffhanger is the thing. And I assume the movie's going to pick up right where it left off. But I guess I don't know um because it ends with sort of them the second season is interesting because there's like a through line of uh this thing happens early on in the season and that affects the rest of the season uh and that comes to a head at the very end when they like reveal everything and then they sort of part ways at the end of the second season um so I don't really know what's going to happen uh, in the movie, but it's some sort of road movie. For some reason, they have to go all around America to get a show at the Rivoli, I assume. But uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that whenever we get a trailer or any sort of news about that. Yeah, I am also looking forward to that. I need to find a way to finish that second season. but yeah. Hopefully it'll become available to rent or buy. I would love for these to get DVD releases with commentary, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, unfortunately... We might be sort of past the time where th- releases like that happen. A bummer. It is a bummer. Uh, do you have any parting wisdom for us this week? I guess my parting wisdom is to take advantage of physical media because uh, it's a bunch of stuff. I was like filling out my Amazon wish list to for like my uh, shoot, my grandma was like, hey, put some stuff on your wish list for uh, Christmas. And there's a lot of movies that I want to see. Like, I've heard the Criterion Collection of a bunch of these movies have, like, great... Uh, there's... I want to get the Criterion Correction of a collection of the Jackie Chan Super Cop trilogy because mm. they have, like, the Jackie Chan stunt school or whatever. Uh, it's almost like a documentary or whatever on yeah. uh, how he did all of his stuff. All of his movies end with those great montages of him, like, getting hurt yeah. and, like, uh, stunts going wrong. But... Criterion Collection stuff I don't own a lot of, and I feel like I want to check that out. And also, that we didn't talk about this, but Sony did that thing where they were like, hey, sorry if you bought all these things on uh, on PlayStation, but we're getting rid of them now. So even if you paid for them, they don't belong to you anymore, um, which is a bummer and just, I think, encourages people to uh, get physical media because it's cool to have and look at and there's special features that you can take advantage of. Yeah. I have over the last few years really gone a little bit more analog and yeah. have been buying a lot of more like physical media. There is just like something about owning the physical copy of it and being able to, to play it. I don't know if that makes me old, but I also <laughs> feel like it's coming back around 
because I think there have been a lot of cases like that with that Sony thing you were talking about where yeah. uh, it was the same with like when Stadia shut down. It was the same yeah. when, you know, you've seen like the Nintendo 3DS and the Wii U eShops like go away and there was like this big rush to like buy games like the physical versions of the games, but also just to like download digital copies so that they had them. Um, we're just seeing that like as great as and convenient as it is to have in a digital format, like there's not the permanence there that we maybe assumed there would be. Yeah. And so a lot of people are sort of going to like physical media for some of this stuff. And yeah, I've been a fan of criterion collection for a long time and they do have like fairly frequent sales, like on their website where they will do like, um, these crazy uh, Criterion sales and you can go like pick up some Blu-ray copies of things like I uh, the Wes Anderson movies always end up there usually oh, yeah. and so I'll try to get the copies of those but um, like a couple of years ago they did this like nice big like box set of like all the Wong Kar Wai movies and so I bought that Ooh. and yeah they've got like Jackie Chan movies on there they got all kinds of like if you like old classic movies or foreign films they, they always have like a good selection of those so there's a great movie that i want to get the criterion collection of i didn't even know it was on criterion called heroic trio which if you've never seen before is a great movie uh that michelle yao is in and it's basically it's really crazy it's a kung fu movie where i think she's a superhero but there's also like a crazy biker who has superhero powers um excellent action and just insane stuff happens in that movie and that's one of the things i added to my wish list is i would love to get the criterion and see if there's like crazy special features about it yeah and you had trouble with this but another like resource for like finding physical media especially if you like uh like asian movies is that uh Oh, what is the name of it? Yeah, that one that thought I was uh, my credit card got stolen. <laughs> uh, Play Asia yes, is a good yeah. place to like pick up copies of like movies or video games from like Asian markets that, in most cases, will work in your uh, players here in the U.S. Uh, and usually they will say, like, if it's a game, they'll be like. Uh, you can pick up a copy of Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Even though there's like not physical copies in the West, you can get a physical copy uh, from Play Asia. That's like a, an Asian copy. I think it's for like maybe Southeast Asian markets or something like that. But it will it will say like if you look at the website, it will tell you whether it is playable. Uh, and has English and mm. as like a subtitle or whatever. And in this case, it does because I'm looking at it right now. So <laughs> if you want a physical copy of that game, you can pick it up through Play Asia. There you uh, go. Not a sponsor, but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. But uh, on that note, why don't you go ahead and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Starside Cafe, and we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.